Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Common Sense Show. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host, and this is the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And, uh, yes, we are in crisis, and even the great unwashed, the ignorant among us, they even are starting to figure out something is really, really wrong. But, you know, when you're paying double for groceries and for gas, that might be your first clue. Anyway, we have uh, our newest version, excuse me, of the Doug and Dave Intel Report. And we're kind of going to be all over the map here because we're setting the stage for just abject tyranny, starving us to death. Yeah, that's one. Another one are false flags that are killing informants. And uh, we're also going to be looking at other sundry ways, uh, like the Board of Disinformation, that they need to shut us up before digital comes. We're going to talk about all that right here on the show. But first, speaking of food, um, just say this very quickly. If you don't have storable food, you need two years, and you need two years of seeds. And uh, MPS has a special, and you know all the details. I'm not going to run through those again. Uh, and you can get those at the site. Uh, you know, I'm going to give you here in just a second. But uh, listen, there's a sale going on. Can you believe this? A sale in this environment without increased prices. And they have $150 off the 12-week special. And let's say you're ordering a year. Then you just divide that up into four different orders and you save $600. It's a great deal. So go to preparewithdave.com. And all the details about what you get, like the 25-year shelf life, it's all right there. And also, too, you're talking to or listening to the loan vendor for the uh, Alexa Pure Pro water filter. And the research at waterwithdave.com shows it's number one comparison to its uh, competition. And uh, they've given me, they found some supplies in the pipeline and they thought they were out. And they said, well, let's let Dave Hodges sell them until they're gone. I'm the only vendor in the United States. I don't know how long it's going to go. I asked the question, they go, well, Dave, it depends how well you sell them. Um, I'm recommending you get three to five. Because if you have to scavenge because of power out and you got to go get you know runoff water, lake, stream, swimming pool, think about if you're uh, you got a family of four, <laughs> one water filter is not going to cut it. And as Bob Griswold says, three is two, two is one, one is none. Um, we have five, and I'd recommend you do the same thing because things get lost, broken, stolen. Plus, you think of volume, volume of water you'd have to purify. So you really want to do this, waterwithdave.com, and the price there has not increased either. This is not optional, in my opinion. If you're not doing this, you're setting yourself up to be a victim of Bill Gates. (laughs) Yeah, um, we'll talk more about that in another broadcast. You'll be a victim of Joe Biden. You'll be a victim of all the people that want to deprive you of resources to bend you to their will. One more thing. 
Noble Gold, you know, I've been a customer over and over and over after being a longtime advertiser. And uh, Noble Gold uh, is the way to go. You leave money in the bank, you're going to lose money in the bank. You go operating amount month to month, and that's it. And you go gold, silver, gold-backed IRA. In other words, precious metals can give you a softer landing with regard to what's coming. And it'll help you get outside the digital system as much as possible. We don't have all the details yet, but gold and silver are not digital. And there's a reason why the heads of banks and the heads of state and the heads of corporations are getting gold and silver. They don't want to be in the system either. They just want you in the system. So how do you go to go Noble Gold and get what you need to get? Go to goldbeforelate.com. That's goldbeforelate.com, and they'll send you material, and you can call them the same day, but you'll have to call them because they're low pressure. All right, Doug Thornton, my partner here on the Doug and Dave Intel Report, and uh, we're gratified to know we're really growing in popularity and awareness, and um, we are uh, going to be covering a uh, UFO transhumanism conference in Nashville coming up on the Doug what is that my friend is that the 6th and 7th or the 5th and 6th uh, that'll be the 6th and 7th okay and we're going to be there and we're going to be interviewing the participants and enjoying the presentations oh Tim Hopperino are you kidding Gary Haven uh, people who I really really respect I mean I got four presenters and they're all great you want to say a word about the conference yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, Mankind Wooler, he's going to be there mm-hmm. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Allen from the Steve Bannon's War Room, he's going to be there to talk to us about... He's tremendous. Yeah, he's going to talk to us about transhumanism. Timothy Alberino tells me confidentially that uh, Joe Allen is probably one of the best, brightest, most well-informed people in the world when it comes to being a subject matter expert in transhumanism. So I can't wait to hear that because, Dave, everything happening in this world is going to eventually bring us to a level of transhumanism. Mm-hmm. As we were talking about you know, pre-gaming on the air, uh, our good friend Bob Griswold uh, called us both today and was talking to us about a certain book. And in this book, it, it just goes on to talk about how transhumanism is eventually going to uh, lead humans to have two options stay human or to evolve in this new transformation of humanity and that it'll actually be hard to deny these quote gifts that are going to be given people just imagine dave just imagine what would most people do who are terminally ill with cancer right now and they were given this option to live forever would they take it you know, it's it's one of those questions. Uh, it's a dichotomy. You know, as a Christian, what would you do with transhumanism? You know, what's the right decision? What's the wrong decision? It is part of the transhumanism part to just uh, turn back the hands of time, turn the the uh, the gray hair back to you know your original color and loose the wrinkles and you know increase the testosterone and make you look a little bit more perky. Uh, or is it something very sinister, very diabolical, that is one of those forbidden fruits that we're just not supposed to take a bite out of? That's more the lines that I go along with. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with being human, and every flaw that comes with it is, uh, you know, just is what it is. And we will be made perfect once we get to heaven. And I mm-hmm. can wait. You know, I, I can't wait. Uh, but I can wait. I don't need a chip in my hand or my forehead 
to make me any better than I am. You know, only Christ's redeeming blood can do that. But there are going to be many people, Dave, who are going to be, um, they're going to fall short of the glory of God. And they're, you know, within the, the Christian community, by the way, uh, many are going to turn to this new age religion, to this new transhumanism, and uh, they will be deceived. However, and I do say however, what's going to be talked about at this conference, hopefully, will be able to open enough eyes to enough people that when they see these things coming, they have been fed the truth, and they had chewed on the truth, and they'll know the lie in front of them instead of taking, uh, I guess you could say, the devil's blessings. I'll give it back to you. <laughs> I like that. Um, hold on here. Sorry, cough button. Um, I, I like that, the devil's blessings. That was really well put. Yeah. Transhumanism is fool's gold, and people who are egotistical and really care about the image in the mirror and I'm talking about beyond your 20s, um, they're going to fall victim to it. They're going to give in to it, a lot of them. And um, it's a hell of a trade-off. I, I, listen, I spend endless hours in the gym trying to retard aging. Kind of if I could just do something easy, but, you know, it's not from God. It's from Satan. Well, think about this, though. You know, look at the, the CRISPR-9 technology. We're, we're going way... No, Let's let's take this uh, another route, uh, and and Dave, it's okay if we take this route and, and run with it for a little bit. And if we don't, you know, talk about politics, we will. But let's explore this for a little bit. Take the CRISPR nine technology, a kit that you can almost order off of Amazon. If not, I think you can order off of Amazon. Oh my uh, gosh, I yeah. didn't know that. You really can order this off Amazon. I I <laughs> I know friends who have found it. Let's just say that. Um, now, here's what's interesting. Is that you can take this uh, very rudimentary study into uh, biology and chemistry. And you can take the DNA, the genome of uh, some other creature. And through the CRISPR techni- uh, CRISPR-9 technology. You can then gene edit that into your own DNA, changing you from no longer being traditionally human to this next evolution of creatures. Imagine giving yourself the ability uh, to tolerate uh, greater uh, endurances in heat or cold, or giving yourself the ability... Uh, to have a a better physical endurance like with the super soldier program so that you can run further, recover faster, have more cognitive ability, or see in the dark. What about if you were able to amplify? What if you were able to amplify uh, the ability to smell and to taste? You know, basically turning yourself into a super predator. These are things that are, I want to say, uh, you know, they're just comic book stories, but they're not anymore. They're not, and we have people who are doing this type of laboratory experiments, and they're doing it, you know, more or less in their in their garage now. Well, it's, it's not exactly in the garage. 
Yeah, it's, wait to get stuff. a load of this, Doug. You're not going to believe this. There's a course being offered by Harvard. CRISPR, Gene Editing Applications Online Short Course. This course is, is for you if you're a professional with or without previous lab experience for scientific knowledge and you want an understanding of the industry of gene editing that meets your level of expertise, you'll explore the ethics, what ethics, and market opportunities of this disruptive technology. They call it disruptive technology. And develop the vocabulary to communicate with consumers, stakeholders, and scientists. With It sounds like they're looking for PR people to train. Yeah. And the course is an eight-week course. Um and seven to ten hours per week, entirely online, weekly modules, flexible learning, and you'll walk away with a fundamental understanding of CRISPR and its potential across the economy, uh, economy and how it will change human beings. Oh, look at that. How CRISPR is affecting global issues in biotech, agricultural, pharmaceutical, and it'll be the pinnacle of 21st century learning. Uh, this is scary. Let me stuff. tell you. Let me tell you the the potential military applications of CRISPR nine technology. Okay. The potential applications is the ability to turn uh, members of your military into people who are, uh, I guess you could say, immune resistant to the plague, to COVID, to the bubonic plague, uh, to SARS, to MERS, Ebola. You could actually weaponize someone also who is infected with Ebola. And then you could catapult their ability to spread Ebola through gene editing. Whatever can be done with it can be done with it that's what's really scary about this and i remember listening to um i think it was sharon gilbert uh she was talking about crispr and the applications were honestly uh the ending of the application was at the ending more or less of your imagination you know you could splice animals and create chimeras you could do the same thing to people you know it uh it truly would bring us into the days of noah by this, and if you look at the kits, they're like eighteen hundred dollars. You know, your average, the average person can afford gene editing, and then go to this college, take an eight-week course on how to be, become something that takes most of these doctors eight to twelve years to learn and master. You know, you know what this ends up becoming? It ends up becoming a weapon for terrorists. That's really what it comes down to in my mind. If you want to apply it beyond the ethical, it becomes a terrorist weapon. Just imagine, Dave, how long has we Fang said that we need that they need to hit America with some sort of a viral outbreak? Mm-hmm. And if they had the ability to edit the genes of their military before they came over here, they may not even need gas masks. Because it's race specific. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, I got it. I've reported on that for four years now, and Wee Fang did say that to the planning community of the CCP, and they said they want to occupy America, but they don't want to have um, uh, joint occupancy. So they're going to kill everybody 
but the 14 million Asians that are already in America. And they said they worked on race-specific bioweapons. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time with the israelis i wonder if the israelis knew who they're going to use it against or they just didn't care probably didn't care that would be my guess too ah, man this is incredible this alan veal guy from uh, harvard wow why would they offer this to the public? Are the, is this desensitization, or are they training PR people? What do you think? Uh, I mean, it it is the future. So whoever invests themselves into stuff like this, and they take the course, they enroll, and then if they like you, they, they ask you to enroll into the next project, or they bring you into a project, and that's how they more or less form their little skull and bones committees. Uh, and you know that's bringing the laymen from the outside into the uh, the hidden college, as it was called. Uh, Dr. Alan Hynek, uh, the one who was, I guess you could say, the the father of the Project Blue Book uh, for the Air Force. He was uh, accredited for calling himself a, a part of the hidden college, and that is more or less a group of scientists who are going against things that the church declared to be off limits 
um, you know, that's that's really the direction we're heading. And it only makes sense, Dave, that occultism and uh, New Ageism and esotericism all have to do with the same thing with transhumanism. You know, they, it's, it's obviously a blend of all. You know, and it's all obviously bringing us all to this next series of events. I mean, let me throw you this question. What's the most dangerous thing that could come from CRISPR? Stealing our soul, if it were possible, which I don't think it is. Number two, permanent altering of the DNA to morph us away from God's prized creation, a human being with God-like DNA. Remember, God God made us in his image. That's close to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just imagine you, let's say I changed my DNA through CRISPR-9 in my uh, my 80-hour course that I learned, and I was able to, uh, I was able to gain more lean muscle mass. I was able to run faster, uh, to be stronger, to have more cognitive ability. I was able to create myself into Captain America out of my, uh, my garage uh, bio lab, right? Mm-hmm. And then I have a child. What happens? Does my new characteristics of my DNA get passed through that child? And what happens with the child? Does the child end up mm-hmm. malformed? Yeah. I have some thoughts on that. And then I have a surprise revelation here. But I do know that the we've known this since the 80s the alcoholic alcoholic fathers um okay you know how mothers drink and it causes birth defects okay a mother doesn't have to drink if the father was a heavy drinker at the time of conception they can breed fetal alcohol syndrome into their kid um it's not common but it can happen. And uh, so the answer to your question is there are environmental influences on genetic transmission. That's the official answer to your question. But with regard to the specifics of this, I have no idea. But let me tell you what I found. I hope you're sitting down. I'm sure you are. Because if you weren't sitting down, you'd be falling down with what I'm about ready to read to you. I'm on Amazon. Amazon.com backslash CRISPR hyphen gene hyphen editing hyphen kit. Um, Let me just tell you what's on here. (laughs) This is amazing. Free shipping. This qualifies for free shipping. They really want this out here. Industrial and scientific life science, DNA, and RNA extraction kits. Life microcentrifuges. That's the transformation. Educational science kits, how to single board computers, and it looks like an oscilloscope here when I'm looking at it. It's called Sigilant Technologies Digital. Yeah, there's a, a, a oscilloscope, two channels, gray, so you can actually analyze the DNA you're extracting. Um, so I'm going to give you the prices for this. The upgraded tour box NEO advanced editing controller for digital drawing, photo, and video editing, $169. Sigligent Technologies, the oscilloscope for display of the DNA that you extract, $360. The Swift Ahead Research Binocular Compound Lab Microscope, uh, 294 
the Ancestry Service, Personal Genetic DNA Testing, Health Predispositions, Carrier Status, Wellness, and Trait Reports, $150. Ancestry Genetic Ethnicity Test, Ethnicity Estimate, Ancestry DNA Test, $59. And there's a whole bunch of other ancillary things here, too. But uh, when you said earlier, you were right on the money, whoever told you you can order this on... Um, on Amazon, here it is. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, there's a. It is uh, surprising to me just what exactly it is that's being housed inside these Amazon warehouses. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I think um, I think this is a very dangerous technology that the average person should not be able to just get. I don't think the average criminal should just be able to get online and say, hey, CRISPR-9, I'm going to turn myself into a super plague sp- uh, spreader. You know, it, it's uh, it's dangerous, strange fire, as the Bible would say it. And uh, I'm just glad that we have people that are real experts in this, like Joe Allen, uh, Tim Alvarino who are going to be giving us a conference and they're going to be telling us about it because, you know, obviously, Dave, this isn't our forte. We don't, we're not no. electrical biologists. But so look we don't how easily everything. we found this, Doug. Yeah, and, and books. Books to go along with it. Books, I'm looking at books right now, CRISPR-Cas9 books on how to self-diagnose infectious diseases. If you can self-diagnose, then you can, rep- you can uh, replicate it. Uh, you know, books on how to operate the machinery. You know, it's you don't have to go and study something for eight years when you just need to learn how to flip on a switch, draw some blood, and then you know, put it into this machine. The machine does the rest. Interesting. This is this is crazy stuff, man. This is the stuff that I've said for years that. Uh, they, the incredible they, the invisible they, are creating the uh, the machines necessary to bring the beast system to life. This is part of it. Why are they making this so publicly available? I don't know. Uh, maybe it's not illegal. You know, obviously. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, it should be, but it's not. But here, here's the funny thing about this: is uh. Who approved it from the federal level? Did the USDA approve it? Did the FDA approve it? We couldn't get the FDA to to approve ivermectin. But they're going to for obvious reasons. They didn't want uh, a check to to COVID. They wanted it to continue to run. Exactly. But yet you're going to allow me to do my own gene editing on my dog, on my kids, on, on me, uh, on you. You may not even, not even know it. What type of crime is it, Dave, if I just so happen to have a, a splice of blood with uh, amphibian blood and I injected you into it, or I injected it into you, and you didn't know it? You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what is even the repercussion criminally for something like that? Do we even have a court for that yet? Um, you know, I, like I said, maybe I'm being hyper dramatic here, but I don't think, uh, I don't think this is technology that's going to benefit mankind. Not that not being able to 
uh, unwind the hands of time to make people, you know, live a little bit longer, uh, be, you know, a little bit more healthy. Uh, I can see why that's a good thing. I'm not saying it is spiritually, but I can see why that's considered medically a good thing. Uh, however, it doesn't make sense because doesn't that also go against everything that Big Pharma does? Big Pharma doesn't sell you anything to cure you. Big Pharma sells you something just long enough to ease the pain till you die. You know, there's nothing Big Pharma does. There's nothing the government does yet that is selling you something or allowing you to buy something that will permanently cure or that will fix ailments. You, there's always lingering effects. Now, science is not, you know, this is, and once again, this is what's really funny. The scientific method is not scientifically concrete. And so whenever these idiots say, trust the science, the scientists don't agree with each other. Uh, but once again, you know, here we are, CRISPR-Cas9, right there at your fingertips. Uh, I'm going to disagree with one thing. The scientific method is good enough to bring you to conclusions where you can have debates about interpretation of data and you're on sound okay. ground. They don't use the scientific method. I'll give you an example. During the workup to the development of the PCR test, on April 18th of 2020, Commissioner Hahn of the FDA came out and said, we're not going to require third-party validation for the PCR test. And for someone who's taught research and stat for a lot of years, I, could, I said, hey, they don't have a test. You can't trust anything it says. It's not independently validated. What company is going to investigate themselves and say, oh, we made a mistake and wasted $10 million on testing and product development? They're not going to do that. So I said, it's a bunch of bull. That's how science has been bastardized. Oh, we don't see herd immunity anymore as being a factor after decades of it being scientifically a fact. You see, they're twisting science into science fiction. It, the scientific method works just fine if it's followed. Yeah, it, well, and once again, if you if you want to be honest about it, if you want to be honest about it, then there's going to be uh, a I don't know. There's going to be a pros and cons list, right? There's going to be a a, a adding and a subtracting list where we're, we know that if we add this to um, you know, if we add this to what we're doing, then it's gonna it's gonna change B and C, and then we're gonna write it all down and we'll analyze it, right? We'll try to replicate it, but that's Look, not what's happening. Want to make a movie right now? What more or less happened with theoretical science? We're being invaded again. Do you hear this? I got no uh, I have no, no ability to stop this sound in the background. Okay. Can one thing go right with this picture? Okay. This makes my people are on my animals. Here, let me take off my... Uh, this is incredible. Okay, I'm sorry, Doug. Go ahead. All right, well, I just have thunder in the background. Uh, what we see right now is, is more or less theoretical science. And theoretical science is a, a development of newest theories and hypotheses that scientists use to help explain natural phenomena. And and sometimes it's testable, and sometimes it, it's also you know falsifying and uh, I guess you could say their predictions don't always end up the right way. And I may have just really butchered what the definition of theoretical science is. I don't have a book in front of me. Uh, but that was COVID. That was the whole COVID testing. That was, to me, in my opinion, that was also the um, the, me the method of the inoculation. Uh, 
a lot of it was just, you know, not really tried and true type of stuff. We just throw something together. Yeah, it says it in the in the computer analyzation that it'll work, so give it to everybody. Now, I'm still waiting to see, Dave. It, answer me this question, Dave. You heard about the lab rats, right? Yes. If we estimate this correctly, it's funny how many things fall around the year 2024. If we estimated this correctly, and I asked the head of CDC back in June or July when we had a big conference call, and I had asked her specifically because you got the uh, message in uh, questions, and I and I remember messaging the question, and her her obviously her uh, team of affiliated doctors and whatever are you know taking these questions and they're screening them. And then she gets to read it and answer. But I asked her, what happened to all the lab rats that died after six or eight months of taking the inoculation? And is it true that that is similar to uh, three to five years down the line now for humans? And I had somebody say, okay, uh, we're waiting for the doctor to read it. And then the doctor, you know, the head lady for CDC more or less looked at my question, passed it, wouldn't answer it. Mm-hmm. So I just asked it again, and then I got blocked. <laughs> uh, it's going to be something really shocking, and I'm sure that there are people out here that listen to us. There's a lot of doctors that listen to us on this program. A lot. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. A lot of, you know, MD doctors and scientists. So if you are listening, uh, you, you the audience, if you're listening and you actually have any of the stats or details for what we're about to talk about and you want to share it with us, you can send it to American Vindicta Show. Uh, go to AmericanVindictaShow.com. Go to my email section and send me what it is that you have because me and Dave are consistently and constantly going through information. We don't just sit here and just talk and spitball. We do hours of preparation before we talk. You know, sometimes days worth of preparation before we talk because we want to make sure that what we're talking about is factual and relevant. Now, my concern, this has turned like a whole transhumanism movement uh, conversation, Dave. My concern is three to five years from now is going to land the year before 2024 and the year after 2024 for us to potentially start seeing major repercussions in people's health of those who got single, double, triple, quadruple vaxxed. What do you think? Mm, you're talking about delayed effects health-wise down the road? Yeah. Yeah, there's the immediate... What I've discovered here, and this is unscientific, but my anecdotal observations tell me that different batches of the vaccines did different things. Some were benign. 
some produced uh, strains on the heart. So when you go run, work out, you, you keel over from a heart attack. We know that's real common uh, with some people. We know that there's DNA messing, there's RNA changing. Um, strokes, heart attacks, more immediate. Cancer, long-term. Uh, compromising the immune systems, another effect we've seen out of certain regions. That's AIDS effect that has been talked about. So I think that I could go through and I could list an endless set of conditions, but I really have come to believe that different regions of the country of the world got different effects. I'll give you an example. I think the Italians got the worst. They had horrific side effects to the vaccines, much more so than anywhere else in the world. Well, and I'll go with I'll go along with you on that. I think also they got a different form of this virus because what happened in China originally is uh, straight out of a horror movie, and then Iran had a large population that became ill and died, and so did Italy, and then it kind of Europe kind of got a weaker version of it. The the I guess you could say the northern western side of Europe. And then what America got was not as bad as what was originally there. Maybe that was a mutation. Uh, eventually, when it came to here, it was weakened. Uh, yeah, but I think you're right. It, now, and that's just my scientific observation, all right? But once again, I think also what we see with what was pumped out to us was the government, Fauci, his ability to use people as a living guinea pig for their own scientific observation and he's known for doing that now if you don't know what that means a scientific observation is a more or less whenever uh, you divide you can define the observation as the act of knowing and recording something right this has to do with both the act of knowing what's going on and then recordings what what's happening uh, during the process, and, and that's when you see the side effects. That's when you can see, you know, people start dropping dead left and right. Different regions were given different vaccines from different uh, agencies, or it was handled differently. Uh, so I think that's also what happened. But hey, let's shift real quick on uh, what we're talking about. Three or four days ago, I told you that there was a a <laughs> oh god. Three or four days ago, I told you that there was a case of the first ever human bird flu. Remember? Yes, in yes, China. That's right. Yeah. And now it's reported the first case in America, in Colorado. So, within a matter of less than a week, something that broke out that is not supposed to be able to cross the species barrier has crossed the species barrier, the avian flu. Now it's a human, uh, I guess you could say, influenza, a new style of influenza. And almost immediately, it's in Colorado, in the middle of the country. Dave, they're setting us up. I don't believe that this is organic in nature, what's happening. I think... I think we are very much being set up for something. And obviously, we know the lockdowns are coming back. So, Well, Bill Gates said it today. Did you hear? Yeah. Yeah, he said, uh, if you haven't heard this, ladies and gentlemen, he said 
I'm trying to think of the way you put it. Um, what's coming is more deadly and is more contagious. Yeah. And I just ripped him on a podcast. I said, who the hell is he? Where did he get his medical degree? Who is he to speak for any medical establishment or tell us what's coming unless he's in on the planning? Oh, very. Well, he he is uh, he's just like Elon. He may not be a virologist, but he has a hand in the funding for the research, for the research facilities, for the acquisition of parts and labor, just like Elon had a hand in what's happening with the funding and the research and the parts and labor for the machinery that was used to develop many of the vaccines that we see. You know, that's the the problem with a lot of these people, these eccentric billionaires, uh, is that it it ends up being like this global chess beating contest. You know, they they want to stand on top of the mountain like King Kong and see who can beat their chest louder, and they do that by you know buying Twitter or or making these outlandish statements. Uh, but Bill Gates have said, has said this for a while. Uh, that there's going to be some sort of a disease outbreak in America. I, I go right along with you. How the hell do you know that, Mr. Gates? You know, I mean, it, yeah. if you can't say that we're being set up for something, then I think people are asleep at the wheel. And at this point in time in America's uh, current state of mind, you don't have an excuse to be sleep at the wheel. You don't have that excuse anymore. Everybody has either been red-pilled or blue-pilled in this country. And that's literally the, the dividing lines. That's why we have this new ministry of truth. You know, you will <laughs> you will uh, tow the government line or you'll be deplatformed. Or you'll be called a, uh, a incel or you'll be declared a, a domestic violent extremist. That's where we're going at now in this country. And all these things are coming together. They're spiraling together like this big chaotic tornado. And, you know, Dave, the only thing that guys like me and you can do is stand off to the side where we watch this tornado just rip from one side of the country to the other and all the debris flying around. We go, oh, look, there's Fauci and the vaccines. Oh, look, here's some more debris. There's a cow. And then, oh, look, there's a there's CRISPR. You know, there's the Ukraine war. And... There's nothing we can do about it because the government is steering us into a, this self-annihilation. I mean, Dave, what's your best opinion for why uh, Biden more or less has completely killed the oil industry? He's trying to kill the economy. And he's making us vulnerable <clears throat> to invasion because economy is tied to military strength. He's also expanded, or excuse me, expended the oil reserves. He said to loyal, lower the price of oil in America. That's a lie. He sent most of it to Europe. Yep. So, so he is doing everything he can do to weaken military mobility, military preparedness and readiness. He's setting us up to be conquered by the country, one of them, that gave he and his family $31 million, and I'm saying communist China. Well... And, you know, obviously nothing's going to be done about the laptop from hell in time. You know, not in time, right? Uh, And, you know, what was it? Just a couple days ago, we did another report where we talked about all the different 
food processing plants around the country that are just mysteriously exploding or they're burning down. Here's another one for you. The Purdue Farms facility. Obviously, Purdue has, is one of the uh, big proponents of making poultry uh, available for people in the supermarkets. So, uh, you know, chicken and turkey and all that. And uh, just randomly, one of the, I guess, the, the big large containers that holds soybeans just spontaneously caught on fire. So... You know, what I, a coincidence! There's no yeah. conspiracies now. It's a, it's raining coincidences now. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe in coincidences. I believe in facts. And the fact of the matter is that our government has lied to us, and now they're telling you that if you say that the government has lied to you, you're an enemy of the government. Um, they are telling us, like Klaus Schwab, who's probably one of your most favorite people. I would dare say. You almost idolize them because you talk about them so much, which is a sarcastic joke. Yes. Dave, Dave hates his guts. We all do. Uh, but Dave's probably one of the, the best experts on Klaus Schwab. That's why I'm about to hand it over to him. Klaus Schwab says two things that bothers me, Dave. One, he says that he can unplug cities' grids. Or, I guess you could say, unplug the, ele- the electricity from certain countries. Two... He says that we are fixing to go through a food crisis. What do you got to say on that? Ask me the question again. <laughs> uh, Klaus Schwab says that he can take down people's electric grid. Mm-hmm. He needs help. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked you to repeat the question, because it, he doesn't have that singular power, but he does train the leaders that have that power. And uh, I, I tell people we are going to have a grid down. That's part of the that's part of the plan. Yeah, there's a new TV series going on right now, and guess what the theme is? I um, don't watch much TV, so you have to tell me. So uh, there's a TV show on Hulu, and I I got a buddy of mine who sent me this because I I don't have cable, so I get updated like you do, and it's called The Rookie, and they're now dramatizing the electric power grid being blown up. Well, you know, it could be Hollywood because it gets discussed. I mean, Putin's threatened to take down the grid. We've said Putin might take down the grid. And Obama, the traitor that he is towards America, when they did the Grid X training drills where they did simulated takedowns of the uh, grids in successive years, he invited both Russia and China to be involved in the drills. In other words, we showed them how to do it, courtesy of Obama. So am I surprised? No. Yeah. Well, what about this, then? What do you think about the food crisis? Uh, All orchestrated. I mean, how how obvious do you have to get you start burning down meatpacking plants? How obvious does it have to get when, when you construct an artificial fertilizer shortage and when you're paying a t- uh, one and a half times the amount people can get from their crops not to grow crops? Well, and don't forget, 25 million or more chickens were just recently incinerated yeah. because of the FDA. All right. And then the factory, and this is up north, I believe it's Michigan, um, and then all the factory workers, or workers for the farm as well, uh, were all fired. You know, when, when you look at a, a quarter cut of chicken and, you know, just a, a little bit of a thigh, 
if you start to look at that and it's you know twelve to fifteen dollars per package, you'll know why. And if chicken's going to be that expensive, man, just think of how high beef will be. But that's also the introduction, right? The introduction to this new green deal, to the Great Reset, is for us all to eat bugs. Yeah, no thanks. I'm I'm not a bug eater. Well, I'm looking for ways to bug out, and I mean that sincerely. Um, and you know, you and I've had this discussion, and we're kind of on opposite ends of the table. And I think it's partly because I'm no longer the athlete that I used to be. <laughs> I mean, I used to run a four four. I really did, but that's like another life, another person ago. Um, I can't do what you do, and I, I don't. I certainly don't have your combat or, or firearms experience. And so I'm looking at what they're doing, and I have lines in the sand. I have a physical line in the sand. When they start doing certain things, I go to civil disobedience in this disinformation board. That's the one where I'm going to basically not do anything they tell me. In fact, I'll yeah. actually encourage people to join me. And, of course, I'll probably be arrested for an insurrectionist or whatever. But anyway, the other uh, other thing, I learned this from my relatives, Doug. And, you know, I'll say this for the audience benefit because I know you know this. I'm the descendant on my dad's side of the family of German citizens who escaped the horrors of Nazi Germany. And they had a financial line in the sand. And they moved money to London when they saw Jewish professors and the bankers fired because they were Jewish, and a lot of them had uh, asset confiscation done. So they had the financial line in the sand, and they said, we have a physical line in the sand. When do we have to leave? And when they actually started roundups for really superficial reasons, this wasn't the beginning of the Holocaust, but this was imprisonment of people because they had the wrong views, or the assassination of the communist leader, or whatever it was. These things added up, and they said, gosh, if they're doing that to these people, they'll do it to me. So I've had to sit here and say, okay, what are my financial lines in the sand? They've already crossed them. With the digital's coming, and with digital, they can do to us what Trudeau did to the Canadian truckers or any supporters of the truckers. We'll just steal all your money. We'll teach yep. you to stand up to us. So what I'm doing right now, I've been commissioned, and I'm doing investigation, and I've written the first part of the series, but I'm going to start producing multiple parts on a regular basis. I'm looking at where we can go with our money that's not going to be digital. And that would be, and I hate to say it, Russia's setting the tone, gold-backed currency, and that's all of Latin America is doing that right now. And as a consequence of that, I'm investigating where the safest banks are, where they want Americans and expats' money, where they want investment, and they're economically friendly. And I'm looking at that now because I am moving many of my assets out of the country where the criminal Biden administration cannot touch. Actually, I should say Susan Rice and Barack Obama cannot touch my assets. And then I'm looking at the physical part. What is going to cause me to leave? And it'll be exactly what it was for my relatives. And that's why I got to get into banking systems, do investment in real estate and so forth. Because and it doesn't take much money to do this, folks. If you go to the right place, then I'm looking at a lot of Central American countries, a couple South American countries, and I'm going to basically go to five, five of them, because I want five chances to be right. And uh, they're getting close to persecution of people. With this uh, disinformation board, if people start going to jail, yeah, the J6 commission is, is moving me in that direction. If I'm on a meter of 1 to 10, J6 commission took me to about a level, level 7 or 8, where we 
criminalize a behavior of trespassing and use that as an excuse to keep people in prison for 16 months without charges or a trial in inhumane conditions. That's moved me right up, and I'm not far away from saying I may have to leave. We're getting there. Well, I mean, your, your relatives moved because of Nazism. We have literally the fourth right coming upon us right now. And, uh, you know, this is an article from NPR, but this lady, this Nina uh, Jakowitz, who, you know, is really a nobody, but she's a disinformation agent. That's literally like her job is disinformation. Uh, I want to read you a quick thing about her. All right. So she's a disinformation researcher. And this is something that she was quoted saying. And this is what's so dangerous about this. She says, we need the platforms, social media platforms, to do more. And we frankly need law enforcement and our legislators to do more as well. And in other countries that are looking at this, you know, the UK has an online safety bill that's being considered right now where they're trying to make illegal this currently, quote, uh, awful but lawful content that exists online where people are being harassed. All right. And she wrote a book about being harassed as a woman or, or something stupid like that. Uh, and, you know, I would, I would dare say this, that she is cocooned within her own leftist mindset. And I don't think 99% of women think the way this lady does. She lives in that constant state of the victim mentality, but also she is an authoritarian. She is a hard, core authoritarian dave she wants power she admits it she wants power now she doesn't care who she has to sleep with to get it she doesn't care who she has to step on top of to get it and she said it that's why i repeat that she said it and this is who is now put into one of the hierarchies of dhs Mm -hmm. no there's no way i have something to add to this There is complete deception going on now because America woke up and I didn't think that they thought we would notice what they were doing with the Board of Disinformation. And I'll say something about this Nina Jankowitz before I tell you what happened uh, on Sunday on all the news shows involving Mayorkas, the head of DHS. Um, Nina Jankowitz was the head of suppressing free speech in Russia, in Ukraine, and Belarus. She has three goes at this, and she told Biden in 2020 that when he takes over, he needs to suppress all the dissidents on social media and the internet. Okay, so she's on the record of saying that. Now, she's appointed by Mayorkas, probably with the push of Obama and Susan Rice behind the scenes. Now, Mayorkas goes on CNN, uh, the show State of the Union. And he says, I don't know what all the hub-hub's about. We have no operational capability of this. We're not going to spy on American citizens. We're not going after their free speech. We're only concerned about foreigners and the cartels. That's exact quote. BS. Total BS. They bring in a woman with this pedigree, and we're supposed to believe this isn't going to come back on us. What a freaking lie. Just like the, we'll never mandate vaccines. Same, same BS. Well, here's my prediction. This same lady will be a part of the ushering in of the pedophile program. <laughs> she and, and mark my words when I say that. There's a reason why uh, 
Kataji Brown, I forget her first name all the time. There's a reason why Kataji Brown is where she's at right now and why this lady is being brought. Uh, there is a, a picture that I was sent of her taking a selfie, I guess, at her house in her office. And behind her is the book named Lolita. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't know that, Lolita is a 1955 novel about a French middle-aged literature professor who is obsessed with an American 12-year-old girl whom he sexually molests after he becomes her stepfather. Yes, sir. That's that's part of her reading repertoire. So that, to me, that, to me, is a little bit of a uh, exposing of what's coming to this country. They, Dave, they couldn't get a civil war by using race. They couldn't get a civil war by us attacking various countries or staging terrorist attacks or having legitimate terrorist attacks. They couldn't get a civil war by by stealing elections or bankrupting the dollar. If you want a civil war in this country, there's two things I promise you you can do. Take away people's guns and then make it legal for adults to have sexual relations with children. I'm going to go one step further on that one, Doug, the latter thought there. The guns, yes, but it goes further than this. When you look at what the goal of CPS is across the country, CPS is a front group for pedophilia. Oh, they bust a few child abusers, but you have the police. You don't even need them for what they do. But they're in there, and here's here's the game they play. And I know I've been through this as an advocate for a former State Department employee, for another person in Colorado. I've been down this road. I know what they do. And I've documented it in other states. They take these kids, and they give them to people, and then these people often move and disappear. They may have six or seven kids with them, and they traffic these kids, and they make yep. a profit off of it. And that, yes, and we found that in Virginia. We, I have found it in Colorado. Uh, uh, one state senator in Arizona accused CPS of trafficking 500 kids. Well, not only that, uh, and he got he got a death threat for this. Yep. Not only that, the kids that were coming across the border that we were catching. They would go to the American Red Cross, and from there, CPS, and from there, they'd be gone. There you go. That's it. And CPS is the agent for pedophilia. Yeah. Hey, look, we're almost out of time here. we got about a minute left, and what I wanted to do was to give you an opportunity, because uh, you got an up-and-coming show. Everyone knows my show, TheCommonSenseShow.com. We've been around since dinosaurs on the earth, but your show is new, American Vindicta. Tell us about it. All right, so uh, right now I'm uh, actually tomorrow I'm going to be finishing up the America's Most Unexplained series about UFOs, and I'm going to be talking about the latest religion in America, the alien religion that's coming. And there <laughs> yes, are sir. some serious cults that I'm going to be talking about tomorrow. So you can join me on gsradio.net. Uh, we air between six and seven p.m. You can also listen to us uh, on YouTube and on Rumble. Pretty cool. It's a good show, people. I've been on it. I listen to it a lot. It's a really, really good show. Um, we, I'll just say this in closing. We're going to be back. We're going to do a part two on this. We've kind of opened the door for where we're going, which is the World Economic Forum. I've broken it down into three different foundational beliefs, and Doug and I are going to kick this around and uh, you're not going to want to miss this. Doug, thanks so much for being with us. Everybody, don't forget to sign up for the TV, where we do our, a lot of our heavy lifting, and we will see you all back here next time. Take care, Doug. Thanks, Dave.